out there in podcast line and welcome back to spoilers your bad movie review show on the rat pack podcast network where your hosts have lots of opinions but zero credentials each week we watch a movie usually a bad one we crack a couple jokes we give you our insight into the film and we play play a couple games at the end i'm your host hollywood and i'm joined by my two co-hosts adam and maestro hello i'm adam i'm maestro we are continuing our batman v superman retrospective by looking at the worst <laughs> Superman film of all time. <laughs> Last week, we did Batman and Robin for Batman. Today, it's Superman 4, Quest for Peace, which barely edges out part three for being the worst Superman movie ever. All right. That's saying something, because we had a Zack Snyder, Man of Steel. That was some bullshit right there. Okay. We had a shitty Superman Returns with Kevin Spacey as Lex Luthor. That was a pretty bad one. I don't but, remember disliking those that much. But this. The, the, holy crap. This is holy crap. definitely... On the bottom of that super best Superman movie of all time list, I I I don't know if I was just like as a kid didn't understand all the like bad effects mm-hmm. or something because I remember thinking this this was like awesome like when I I remember watching Superman kids uh, movies when I was younger and like thinking that that's that's awesome but now watching it like this is the fourth one that means they did three before this mm-hmm. which I, I'm pretty sure I've seen the other three I never saw this one but. The effects are so bad. Like, shouldn't they have gotten better over time? Well, there's a reason why. I'll get into it. Oh, okay. But uh, this movie was directed by Sidney J. Fury, starring Christopher Reeve, Gene Hackman, Mark Pillow. He's the nuclear man. Okay. Margot Kidder as drunk Lois Lane, and <laughs> ja- Jackie Cooper as Perry White. Let me get you a brief synopsis. The what man. About, what about Ducky? Oh, that's uh, what's his name from yeah. Two and a Half Men. Yeah. Ferris Bueller? John Cryer. Cryer, there it is. Uh, let me do a brief synopsis. The Man of Steel crusades for nuclear disarmament and meets Lex Luthor's latest creation, the Nuclear Man. Guys, have you ever seen this before? Never. <laughs> Sadly to say, yes, I have. I saw this as a kid on HBO, and this is the first time seeing this since I was a kid. And I remember even, even as a kid, I'm like, this movie's not very good. All right. It's kind of boring. You, and now as an adult, of? and I'm like, wow, this movie's really fucking boring. It's really bad. It's, 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 Christopher Reeve to me was like held in high regard because of his other Superman stuff. I hadn't seen this one. And like, like I said, the other ones somehow, they, there's like, they all kind of mesh together. I'm not sure which one was one, two or three, mm-hmm. but I remember seeing them and thinking that's cool. This, this is like, this was so far away from all the other Supermans, anything Superman that I've ever seen. They're like, how does this, well, which one was number three? Number two was the Zod one, right? Number three is where Richard Pryor builds a supercomputer right that tries to kill taking, superman taking the half pennies yes i feel like i've never seen that movie no it's 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 like a 16th of pennies oh yeah okay yeah i feel like i've never seen that movie yeah you didn't miss much all right yeah. <laughs> it's so silent it's, it's it, so bad it's it's, it's weird cuz i I'm, i don't remember anything about the previous ones i remember richard pryor i remember those those three guys in the black uh, or the two guys in a chick. Was Zod, it? is General Zod and the two Kryptonians. I don't know their names off yeah. the top of my head. I feel like that would, number two is probably one of the better ones. Oh, two's better than one, I think. Yeah. I think two's way better than one. It's definitely more memorable. Okay. Because anyway. he's fighting like people on his level. The problem with Superman movies in general is he doesn't fight anyone on his level. It's always like a Lex Luthor real estate scam. Okay. Like he's never fighting something that's on par with him. That's why I think the Superman movies are weak. And then the, the new movie that came out last week, Superman Batman, he's at least fighting someone who's kind of on his level. Granted, Batman's wearing a power suit the whole time. Right. But it's still like something. It's not a fucking real estate scam. 
<laughs> There's been three movies where Lex Luthor has had a real estate scam. Can you believe that? But and uh, but at the same time, this, this is a regular guy that's like like Donald Trump type person. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Why is he trying to take on a supernatural human being? Because he's smarter than him, and he wants to prove it. And he thinks that he should be the Lex Luthor has a complex where he should be the one who gets to tell Earthlings what to do, not Superman. Su- Superman's an alien; he can't be trusted. All right, that's his mentality. This is weird. When you actually sit down and think about the Superman mm-hmm. like universe, it's very odd. It doesn't. There's yeah, a lot of things that don't. I've make never sense. liked Superman. Wait until you check out Bizarro World. I don't like. Oh, I like Bizarro. I don't like the character. I never liked him as a kid. He was boring to me. He's he's boring because he's so hard to like fight. I remember really loving the cartoons, like like old yeah. old cartoons, the faster than the speeding bullets. Yeah, that, that like really like weird animation. Mm-hmm. They, almost felt like it was like pastel paintbrush or something. Mm-hmm. I remember liking those a lot. And then the Superman movies came out, and I, I maybe I transferred over some of that love onto that, but. Yeah, then the, then the cartoon, which was so much worse than the animated series. Whoa, was still whoa, whoa, good. whoa, 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 whoa! What do you mean the cartoon was worse than the animated series? What are we talking? Batman about? the animated series. Batman versus Superman. Oh, you're talking about you talking <laughs> about the cartoon world? Okay, yeah, yeah. They came out around the same time. Well, I although mean, Bizarro, I, I like Bizarro. Bizarro was only part that I actually remember from the Superman stuff. Well, mm-hmm. I, from what I remember, I mean, the most of the cartoons actually ended up going into the Justice League, and that was pretty cool. I never saw Justice League. Oh, that's probably the reason why. Right. Anyway, Superman four. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we open up in space, and there's Russian cosmonauts yeah. who are working on a satellite, and they're wearing spacesuits. Yeah. Yes. You might want to keep this in mind for later in the movie. Yes. You definitely might want to keep yes. this in mind for later in the movie. Uh, I, also, in, the, in this in the scene is something that instantly I was, I was very bugged by. He's <laughs> he's in he's in outer space. Uh-huh. Batman. No, Super, uh, Superman. Uh huh. He's flying, and his cape is flapping in the wind. Yes. That's not how things work in space. No, it's not how it works in space. But that's also the reason why they re- they created that same like the bit where he's flying through the whole movie. It's that same bit. They just changed the background. Yeah, it, it's it was very it was very like all right. You're not even trying, guys. Also, I don't want to sound like a comic book nerd here, but yeah. uh, this is around post Infinite Crisis era, okay. so Superman should be flying in space. Post Crisis refers to because uh, DC the DC universe uh-huh. had so many. You watch The Flash, right? You know how yeah. The, yeah. there's – I don't watch The Flash, but I know that they're on Earth 2 now. Uh, they make not, reference to Earth 2? Yes. yes. Earth 2 has came and gone. Yes. So in the DC universe, there's Earth 2, Earth 3, Earth X, Earth this, Earth that. There oh, was Jesus. too many alternate wor- – at one point – It's a multiverse? Yes. <laughs> at one point, there was like three different Supermen, four different Flashes, two different Batman. Oh, boy. So they decided to merge them all into one single world with this – event called crisis on infinite earths that made this once it was over it was like this is your goddamn dc universe now uh, I see. and in that superman can no longer fly through space he needs oxygen huh but so so they kind of pulled a days of future fast type of thing or like, i don't know uh all, all that other stuff sorry about that yeah moving forward this is this our is, new world this now. is where we are now yeah, in okay. the comic books okay. well they've done that in the past with marvel and dc well they think for dc for sure right marvel's in the comics they've never actually rebooted their whole uh company they just did through with the the secret wars their their newest thing they had a few months ago oh okay but dc's rebooted their universe through crisis on infinite earths zero hour uh 52 the new 52 right and uh another one oh the the stupid store with the flash 
Okay. So they've rebooted their shit five times. Marvel's <laughs> only done it once. All right. I don't know if that. I don't know if that means anything. Yeah, uh, yeah, it does. <laughs> uh, it bas- basically, their idea is to bring a new generation into the comic realm. That's all it really was meant. That means to they work. they they haven't figured out how to make it right yet. <laughs> it also means too. we're trying to avoid talking about this movie because we're, <laughs> yes. we're talking around this movie yeah. so much. I mean, we've only gotten to the Cosmonauts, and then that's pretty much it. <laughs> So a rogue satellite comes and it knocks a guy off and Superman's there and he rescues him and he can speak Russian all of a sudden and yep. he tells him, hey, have a good day. And he takes off. You, you do better in here. There was a Sinatra reference that I appreciate. <clears throat> he, was singing, he was singing Sinatra. No, that was, that was, wasn't that Lex Luthor? No, I feel like there was a Sinatra reference. Like, uh, what are you, Sinatra over here? Stop singing. Oh, yeah, sing yeah, on yeah. Earth. Uh-huh. Uh, on Earth, they tell me to sing in space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Real bad. Superman goes to the Kent farm where he grew up. Yeah. I guess the Kents are dead. I don't know what the f- they never mentioned that in part three. <laughs> it, <laughs> yeah, it'd gone. be nice if they mentioned that at some point. Yeah, you know, because uh, some like land developer is trying to. Is he is he a dick or is he his friend? I don't know. Like, it, there is weird relationships they, they have. Yeah, well, it, they're trying to build a mall or something in Smallville, and they want to build it on the Kent property. And again, I'm like another fucking real estate scam. <laughs> So he tells him no, and he goes in the barn where his spaceship is that he crash landed in, mm-hmm. and in it he op- he there's a green like thing, and the ship pretty much tells him, hey, in case you accidentally lose your powers or anything, you can use the power from here, but you can only use it once, right? So that's going to be your dose dose ex machina. That's the oh, okay. term where you need something to when you need to pull something out of your ass. I see. Yeah, that's going to be yeah. that later on. This this is uh. Like plot loophole mm-hmm. uh, injector thingy. Yes. Yeah. yeah so it, I think it's his mother talking to him. I think that's what we're led to believe. Yes. Yes. It it's his, his mother. His, it's his mother, Laura from Krypton. Right. So this thing looks like looks like kryptonite, but it's not. No. Okay. It just glows green like. Yes. Okay. Yes. That's cool. Weird coincidence. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this gives you power, even though it looks exactly like the same same thing that takes your power. Mm-hmm. But anyway, and we're introduced to Gene Hackman. Who's, yep. who's like in a chain gang in the south or something? Like he's yeah, breaking weird. He's breaking rocks with a pick. Yeah. Seriously, I mean, like when you, I thought they, they got rid of those a long time ago. Well, I know in the south they still have chain gangs. Oh, they do. Yeah, but I don't think they have them picking rocks like that with, no. with chisels. Yeah, and it's like Metropolis is it's supposed to be like a a major city. Yeah, which he got arrested in. Uh huh. So they just took him like <laughs> where? Sent him to Alabama. Yeah. to serve his sentence. All right, sure. Maybe Kentucky. Hey, I really like Gene Hackman. I love Gene Hackman. He's one of my favorite actors of all time. Yeah, he couldn't even save this movie. For no, me. I, he no. he was clearly phoning this movie in. Yeah. He's like, "What Superman four? You're gonna write me a check for that, right?" Okay, what line? What stupid ass line you want me to say? Yeah, he didn't seem like uh, powerful, mm-hmm. like like he had in, in the other movies. Yeah, like like he had his shit together. This is kind of just like meh, very very minimal. Minimal scream time for... I feel like everybody got minimal scream time in this. Yeah. Like, it was mostly just flying montages. And mm-hmm. and the fa- the montages were just one <laughs> recording. And Margot Kidder, who plays Lois Lane, she's wrecked. It, well, she's a fucking psychopath. Like, she has deep mental issues. 
<laughs> what the, the the actress? Yeah, the actress who okay. played Lois Lane. Like okay. she's fucking like crazy. It looks she looks very odd. In oh, this she looks movie. ragged. Yeah, she looks like she's sixty years old. She's she's exhausted. She's like been on a bender or something. It looks like yeah, she yeah she has drug and and alcohol problems. My dad had to go to the hospital because uh, he my dad worked in construction and he lifted something that was too heavy for him and he tore a muscle in his in his abdomen. Mm. So he's staying in the hospital and I want to go visit him and he says, "Hey, guess who's on the top floor in the psycho wing?" He he called the mental. Uh, floor like for the mental patients yeah. the psycho wing i said who he goes lois lane nice meaning margot kid <laughs> <laughs> so that actress was was uh locked up up there wow yeah she looks real out of sorts yeah she looks wrecked dude yeah i happen to notice that also when i even was a kid i'm like why is superman so over head over heels with this woman i mean through the whole every time i see her in this movie she looks like she's like not all there mm-hmm. yeah the the it, well, maybe they, they, they're, they're relying on whatever happened in the previous movies, but mm-hmm. there was nothing in this movie that made Lois Lane at all desirable. Mm-hmm. She's just, she's just there and kind of just like barely even there. But Mer, Mer, uh, the other chick. Yes. She was hot. Oh my. Mario Hemingway. Mm-hmm. She's hot. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. For sure. Her, uh, her dad is pretty much like Rupert Murdoch. Like he's like a, yeah. he's like a media tycoon. He buys the Daily Planet. He's like, this piece of shit newspaper is going to be a rag. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Meaning they're not going to cover like real stories. Yeah, he, he's like a tabloid mogul. Yeah. He's turning over an actual legitimate news. He's turning into Fox News. Yeah. Right. <laughs> he's going through the paper in front of the whole staff. He's like, look at this cover. And it's like president to meet with the president of Russia. He's like, no one wants to read about this. Yeah. How about this one? There's like a, a nude chick. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what? And he puts his daughter, who's, uh, I forgot her name. What is her name? Laura? Lana? Sure. What is her name? What is her name? What is her name? Uh, <laughs> How's it burn? Lacey. Yeah. It's late. He puts his daughter Lacey in charge. She's like the new editor in chief. And Perry White gets fired. Yeah. And he's like, see ya, Perry White. Get the hell out of here. And Perry White's like, oh, I'll come back and get you. And then he disappears. So, so weird. <laughs> this, this is a very short movie. Yes. 90 and, minutes. Yeah. This was supposed to be two and a half hours, what but they it? cut it down to ninety minutes. It looks what? it looks like everything is rushed through. Yes, everything was rushed through. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so the, the the first time we see that. Oh, by the way, on the chain gang, uh, uh, Gene Hackman. Yeah, I forgot to mention his uh, his nephew. Yeah, breaks him out. Yeah, uh, Cryer comes in with this ridiculous car with these kind of cool looking stereos, uh-huh. like speakers that are coming out of the car, like back into the car, but he's also wearing headphones. Mm-hmm. So not sure what the speakers are for. Uh-huh. Uh, he traps the cops inside the car and then the car goes off a cliff, explodes, but the cops survive somehow because I guess we're not allowed to kill people in this movie. <laughs> uh, yeah. So then, so Lex, Lex Luthor escapes with his, uh, with his little idiot. Lenny. Yeah. Or Ducky because he was Ducky and yeah. pretty in pink. Right. That's, you know, I didn't see that movie until much later in life, but he's, he became Ducky. Yeah. From, because of that. Even mm-hmm. though I've, I've seen him in other things before that, mm-hmm. Ducky was the role that took over. Yeah. Now. He's, yeah. Du- he's even Ducky in this. Yeah. Pretty much. He, he has a, he, his whole like persona and everything is Ducky-ish. Yeah. In this movie. I don't know which one came first. You know, who gives a shit? It doesn't dude? matter. It doesn't fucking matter. So now we're, uh, they're out. Lex Luthor's out with his, uh, with, with Ducky and they're kind of, uh, they end up in a museum, which has this new Superman wing. <laughs> which is just a Superman's giant statue and his hair. Yeah, a piece of his hair. Which is indestructible. No, it didn't. It, it, I'm sorry. They didn't say indestructible. They said his one strand of hair that he donated to the museum can yeah. hold a thousand pounds. Yeah. So one end of the hair is on a string on a hook. Yeah. And 
at the other end is a 1,000 pound weight. It's about the size of like a bowling ball. Right. Yeah. It's like a thousand pound kettlebell. Yeah. Yeah. So how? Uh, so Lex Luthor breaks in and he pretty much just like sneaks in. He's like, oh, oh, yeah. Sneak by everybody. <laughs> and he just breaks the glass. It's actually like the, that cartoon music where like, boom, boom, boom. Yes, boom, exactly. Boom, boom. As he's walking yeah, through the museum. Yeah, tiptoeing. With old ass like <laughs> bolt cutters. He breaks the glass. Yeah. And then this. This hair is supposed to be strong enough to hold a thousand pounds. Yeah, but it can easily break with bolt cutters. Yeah, yes, I had a, I had the same issue. Well, so is it super strong or is it not super strong? <laughs> you can't you can't have both. Well, I mean, like even if you like, let's say if you tie something like really tight, I mean that makes it a lot more brittle, doesn't it? To when you can cut because it's less like. Or, yeah, but but the the whole point is this is supposed to be some sort of superhuman fabric. Yeah, it's supposed to be strong. Well, they say it was strong, not unbreakable. I mean, like, let's how, say. How did he take the hair out, by the way? Huh? The it's, hair was pretty long. Yes. Also, so, I, I mean, he has not, he doesn't have short hair, but it doesn't seem like it's that long. It was hair from mm. his back. Oh, my. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, we actually jumped ahead a little bit. Um, secret, what's secretly happening in the world, not secretly, it's very public. The oh, yeah. U.S. and the Soviet Union are they're trying to have like a peace talks and they're failing. Yeah. So in this the Cold War, yeah. Well, it's during the Cold War. So this teacher who's watching the news turns her television oh, yeah. off. She asks the kids, "What would you do to stop the Cold War?" And this kid's like, "You know who I would ask? Superman." Yeah. Well, first of all, it, sh- it shows a classroom of kids watching this this uh this thing where Reagan or whoever's president at the time is saying like. Well, uh, we didn't reach the peace talk, so we're gonna do. We're not gonna take second best to nobody. We're going full on in this nuclear arms race. Mm-hmm. And so the teacher turns off the TV. All right, kids. I know you guys are all upset by this. <laughs> Who the fuck? They don't give a shit. He's like junior high kids. Uh-huh. They don't get. They don't know. I know you're all upset. So what are we gonna do about it? Let's write to our congressman. What do you guys think? No. And that's when that's yeah. that kid who's really loud. <laughs> yeah. Superman. Yeah. I'm going to write to Superman. All right. How did no one in this world think of not calling Superman? Hey, the guy who can move mountains and can fire laser beams out of his eyes. Yeah. Do you have an idea, sir? It's got to come from a fucking kid. Yeah. Well, it's 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 simple, but I, th- I think the uh, adults are more like pragmatic. Like, we got to solve this. Uh, and, and the kids are just like, Superman's their, their mm-hmm. go-to everything. But you have a god flying I, through the yeah. sky. I'm not going to defend this. That should be your. That should be, that should be your first call. I just got irritated with myself for trying to defend that. <laughs> so yeah, so he he writes he, the kid writes a letter to Superman, send it to the Daily Planet. Mm-hmm. Uh, fine, I guess they're the. Uh, so are you telling me the kid knows the the secret identity is Superman because he, he works at the Daily Planet? No, like, Daily Planet is is like. Uh, Whatever Peter Parker's thing is, like the, no, the, the, I think the idea the is that I think the idea is that if you write a letter to the Daily Planet, it'll get to Superman somehow. Right? It'll get. Oh, oh, it's because everyone knows that Superman likes Lois Lane because he's always saving her. So okay. if you write a letter to the Daily Planet where she works, right, there's a good chance that he'll get the letter, right, because Lois Lane works there. Yeah, it's the same concept. Like I was saying, the the, the, the bugle you called it. Yeah, the Spider Man. Like that. That is the main coverage of Spider Man. This mm-hmm. is the main coverage of Superman. So this is. I guess it would be the the proper channel to try to communicate with him. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah, he reads the letter and he asks Lois for advice. He's like, "Hey, what should I do?" And 
Then he asks for advice from his Kryptonian ancestors. So he goes to Smallville to that ship. Yeah. Oh, no. He goes to the Fortress of Solitude. Yeah. And he gets the hologram versions of his ancestors. Yeah. But the problem is all his ancestors are dead. Right. They blew up on Krypton. So who are these people? So how are they communicating them with real-time information? You Just know what? Like They're Alfred... like, Superman, you should totally stop this war. The Alfred Pennyworth did. Yes. Uh, I was about to say that. They, they, Batman sent an email to Superman <laughs> saying, hey, uh, turns out I found out my butler figured out. <laughs> oh, that, he put his brain algorithm? You can put your AI into something to think for you. <laughs> so put this into your giant ice cave, and you can talk to your people anytime you want. <laughs> Thanks for the thanks for the help. Here's a giant smiley face emoji just for thanks for there. Right. They pretty but, much tell him. Yeah. By the way, Superman, good idea working alone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they they pretty his ancestors tell Superman pretty much you should either leave Earth, uh, and find a peaceful planet or just let them deal with their own. Right. Yeah. Don't get involved. Yeah. That's what they're saying. But of course he's Superman. He's got to get involved. Which is kind of a dick move. Why from these ancestors? Oh. Just like, yeah, I'd let them blow themselves up. Yeah, fine. Fuck them. Who cares? They'll, they'll live. You'll they'll find other people that won't blow themselves up. Mm-hmm. Move on. Now, this is where Superman goes to the United Nations in New York, and he goes up there, and he gives a speech, and he's pretty much saying, hey, guys. Uh, oh, no, before, before he does that, he, he has a talk with Lois. Yeah. Uh, and he, he does a Jedi mind trick on her, uh, where I guess they're supposed to go out, and he he wants to talk to Lois. And so then they do this whole montage where uh, he, he becomes Superman in front of Lois, they're flying around, and then he kisses her, which wipes her memory. That was established in part two. See, I don't, I don't remember That's that. That's not at all. a Superman power. No, it's not. That what, power has never existed. What, what, yeah, but in Superman that? two, they created that for him. It's so weird. It is weird. Mm-hmm. He has. Toxic There's other lips. powers in this movie that don't. That very, Superman doesn't have. It was have. very off-putting. Yeah, because because I, I didn't. I, I was confused because like he kisses. I had to rewind it. Like mm-hmm. I fucking missed something. What the what did I miss? Yeah. And then he comes back out, and she's just standing there, like, oh yeah. He comes back out as Clark Kent. Right. And like, wait, so wait, did he, what did he do to her? What, does he have poison in his lips too? No, know. he, <laughs> he kissed her and the memory is erased. That's what happens in Superman 2. Right. It's established in Superman 2 that he can do that. Okay. Yeah. So it just carried over to part four. Does that not seem pervy at all to you? Oh yeah, definitely. Okay. <laughs> Which if you watch Superman Returns, remember you find out that he has a little kid? That's the Kevin Spacey, Lex Luthor one. Okay. Remember Lois Lane's little boy has super strength? Oh. Meaning that's his kid. Oh. So at some point, he fucked Lois Lane and kissed her. Oh, that's no. why she doesn't know that that's Superman's kid. Wow. Superman's the worst. I know. Holy crap. All right. So, yeah, now he goes to the UN. And he pretty much lays his dick on the table. <laughs> and he says, all right, guys, I don't like that you guys are dealing with nuclear weapons so i'm taking over i'm yeah. gonna disarm all your nations everybody stands up oh superman you're so good yeah there's no russian or east fucking eastern Bloc nations or right. iraqis or cubans who are like oh, i don't like that idea yeah no if everybody's on the side of this happening then why are you at a nuclear yes! race why, why are you in an arms race why are you even negotiating <laughs> you all want the same thing apparently you just need the god of earth yeah. to go up there and be like now nah, i'm gonna take care of it Oh man, you you're pretty much surrendering. He's now your leader, right? Yeah, he's now much. your supreme leader. Yeah, I, I I have made a decision for everybody. Uh huh. And this will be enforced by me, and you will follow it. Yeah, or else. Right. Bring the beginning of the Injustice League. All right. I'm not sure what that means. So they start firing <laughs> the nuclear warheads into space, where he catches them, 
So so they're 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 voluntarily giving him the nukes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That seemed weird to me too. Why are they all launching all of a sudden? Because because they they got to get him up there so he can capture him and put him in. What does he put him in, Adam? A giant net. Who built this net? <laughs> How does this net exist? It's made of his hair. You where <laughs> back hair? How, where 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 does this net net come from? <laughs> so he he knitted it himself. He oh, learned crocheting on the in one of the books, and he sped read, and then he learned how to do right, it. Right, that's how he escaped from that island at one time, and how he speaks Russian now. He put the back hair tied around the tortoise. It's a <sighs> part of the Caribbean. All right, I never saw the movie. <sighs> okay, apparently that's how he escaped from one of the islands. Uh, that he got his back. He lashed a pair of tortoises he? together. Jack Sparrow. Yeah, yeah, oh, okay. yeah. Anyway, he he, t- he made a rope out of his back here and lashed a couple. Sorry, there's too many together. pronouns. He he he. All like, oh, right, yeah. I, I don't know who, who you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, no, yeah, Johnny Depp, uh, Sparrow. But anyway, yeah. So he gets all all the nukes into a net. He then he does this uh, Olympic style move <laughs> where he's chucking and he tosses it into the sun. Right now, I know the sun. The sun seems pretty powerful. Like it seems like if you throw a bunch of nukes at the sun, it'll survive. Oh yeah, but that's kind of dicey, dude. Giving the fact that the sun is what gives you power, and it also keeps you on Earth. Right. It also powers the people. Like, it gives sunlight mm-hmm. and warmth to people on the planet that you yeah, currently live on. That's true. That's a big gamble, dude. By the way, this is what gives you your power. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. His power comes from the that's, sun. Okay, yeah, So right. he's taking a huge risk by throwing every nuke in the world into the sun. Oh, and by the way, he he's not that far from Earth. He spins, and within seconds, it's already in the sun. Yeah, that's a quite a, that's, that's quite a throw. No, no, that's that's bullshit, dude. <laughs> Do you know how far the sun is from us? Pretty far. It's pretty fucking far. Yeah, but this is but between, it's super. I'll get, between I'll, us and the sun is the size of all the planets put yeah, together. Yeah. I saw that on the cosmos. Yeah, yep. Neil deGrasse Tyson. Mm-hmm. All right. So he's you got to watch that. That's good show. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now we get to the Lex Luthor seeing the hair. We, you find out that Lex Luthor wants uh, the DNA because he uh, of Superman. Yeah, because he wants to build a clone of him. Right. He decides if I get this one strand of hair, I can make my own Superman. Yes. So he's in his lab. By the way, at this point, I'm getting excited because I like I was talking to my friend. Oh, you thought Bizarro was, was coming? Yes, I thought Bizarro was on his way. I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah. Uh, no, no such luck. No. <laughs> that we're in his lab, and it's uh, established earlier that. Ducky is like the dumbest person in the Luther family. Right. Because he even told him, he goes, you were always on the bottom of the totem falls as far as the smarts go, son. Yeah. <laughs> but then Ducky's in a lab playing with chemicals by himself before Uncle Lex joins him. I'm yeah. like, what the fuck are you doing? Let him playing with chemicals. By the way, where does this lab come from? Was yeah. It, was it not seized when he got arrested and got put into the chain gang? Different layer. Oh, different. Oh, yeah. That's true. He could have different layers. All right. I guess. All in Metropolis? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. He's building, uh, he has like some type of box or something. I don't know what this is. And <laughs> he's making like a chemical, he's making chemicals and then he has the strand of hair and he puts it in there and he has a piece of elastic <laughs> or cloth or something. And he says, we're going to put this cloth in this box, the computer in the box. Once it hits the sun, it will make a suit for the Superman clone. Let me repeat that. <laughs> a 1987 computer. Right. Which probably has the same computing power as Richard, like Richard Pryor's thing. One oh. one fifteenth of my phone, right? <laughs> is going to somehow create yeah. a full suit when it should be melted before it even yeah, gets yeah, anywhere yeah, near the sun. Exactly. Not to mention survive the, yes. the sun. Uh huh. And nuclear blast. Yes. All right. Lex Luthor calls in a meeting of arms dealers. 
and he pretty much tells him, "I'm gonna, let's make a deal. I know you guys are losing money because you can't sell your illegal nukes to the countries. Well, I have a, I have a plan. I just need your help to get this box on a nuke. By the way, we're, we're, are we to assume that everybody that has a nuke has willingly fired it at this point? Yes. This is, this is a safe assumption. Okay. But what about the people that are not part of this plan? They just want to put like a, a nuke in a backpack. Uh, all of the the uh, the peace peacekeepers, I think, was a movie with George Clooney. In it. Well, those are dirty bombs. Okay, we're talking like actual nuclear missiles that governments built. All right, but but like in uh, was shit eraser? No, Schwarzenegger movie where they have the. It looks like a one of those uh, candy corns. Those nuclear. It's like it's like a pyramid, a cone. Ah, oh, damn it! Not eraser. True lies. Mm-hmm. True lies. They, they they have the nukes. Oh, yeah. It's like it's like the size of. Uh, I don't know, a mini refrigerator. Yeah. What about those nukes? Well, everyone who's a nation is involved in this disarmament program. All right. So these guys that Luther even, calls Even in, terrorists are giving well, no, away... No, 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 no. These three guys that they call, <laughs> that they call in, yeah. they, these are the people you're talking about. These are the people Lex Luthor needs to, to get his box on a nuke. Right. To fire off into space. I just... I just all right. I don't know why I'm trying to follow the logic of this. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. Let it go. Yeah. So that's what Let happens. Let it go. They, Let it go. They get his computer box on a American nuke because yeah. they pose as military men and they get on the base and they fire it and this thing goes up into space and Superman catches it. Did yeah. you see the box sticking oh off of this nuke? Horrible for aerodynamics. How is that their plan? I don't know. They don't think Superman's going to know, hey, what's this box on the side of this yeah. nuke? I just dealt with a hundred missiles and none and of them have a none box. None of them have a box. Yeah. Scotch taped to the, to right. the, yeah, to the wing. Much. It, it, it's bad for, it's bad for trajectory. It wouldn't fly the same way. Uh huh. It, it'd throw everything off, but he's fine with it. Mm hmm. Uh, another thing that I don't understand either. Lex Luthor in a speech later on says that the sun is just one big nuclear bomb. Okay. So if you fire several nukes at it, wouldn't that do something to it? I don't know. Anyway. Who gives a shit? Nobody. So Lex Luthor's uh, box missile makes it to the sun, and within seconds, an embryo comes out and it starts morphing into a full human being, and it's the nuclear man in a full costume, just Rawr! produced by Frankenfurter. Was it? Yeah. <laughs> is is nuclear man a person in the comic world? No. Okay. This, I believe he was created just for this okay. movie. Yep. Cool. Can you imagine that kind of clothing with that kind of hair and those kind of nails? <laughs> By the way, at the, at, the, at the same time that this is happening, mm-hmm. or actually right before this happens, uh, Clark Kent has agreed to go on a double date with Lois, the editor, the new editor, daughter chick, mm-hmm. and Superman. Yes. So he's doing this the sitcom move that it's from the it's like from Perfect Strangers where Balky and this goes back to fucking the Flintstones I remember a Flintstones episode uh-huh. where Barney had to be in two places at the same time yes and he kept running back and forth changing his tie this is the uh, Mrs. Doubtfire skit right I gotta be Mrs. Hello! Doubtfire and then I gotta be yeah uh, voice actor the, the main guy yeah gotta be Mrs. Doubtfire main guy and then it's it's so dumb because the the young hot chick Meryl Hemingway she's yeah. supposed to be there with Clark mm-hmm. and old ass Lois Lane Raggedy Lois Lane is supposed to be there with Superman. Yeah. So each time one of them appears, the one of them finds an excuse to go. It's so... It's, the worst one is when they're downstairs in the elevator, uh, Meryl Hemingway oh and Clark God. Kent, and they're about to get in the elevator, and the... Yeah. <laughs> and the luggage the, carousel. The, the luggage thing just carries him away. He's like, oh, 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 
sorry. Uh, and she's like, and she's like, oh, Clark, as the elevator's going up. <laughs> wah, wah. And it's not like she gets off the next floor and comes back down. Yes. No, she goes all the way back up to the top. She's, and she just storms in like, God, Clark is such a klutz. Yeah. <laughs> you couldn't wait for him? <laughs> oh, boy. So at this point, uh, Lex Luthor takes over the TV airwave somehow. Uh, and, but he knows exactly where Superman is. Right. And also somehow knows a frequency which only he he can see and hear. But he, it's meant to be a disguise, right? So no one else can hear it. But he puts a his person his he has a video screen of yeah. himself in Times Square for everyone to see. Right. But he only wants to be heard on a discrete signal. See, I, I took it as only he can see him. Also, like it's some sort of crazy frequency. Oh, that everybody else is seeing whatever's on the screen, but. Only what? he can see. Are you telling me that, like, because cause that Superman is like the hearing of like a dog, and then his eyes work in the same kind of way? I don't know. That's what this this didn't make sense. I don't think any of this makes sense. This is a whole freaking weird movie. Nothing mm-hmm. makes sense. Actually, you missed something. Oh, when Nuclear Man is born, he knows to go find Lex Luthor. I don't know how. Oh, that's, yeah, that's also true. And then he goes to see him, and then do you know who voiced Nuclear Man? It was Gene Hackman. Yeah, Gene Hackman. That's yeah. Gene Hackman's voice. Right. Because he's going, Father, in the same voice. Yeah, very weird. And he has these weird telekinetic powers where, he make, where he's making like ducky spin. Yeah. He just points at him. <laughs> what, what? How, is those, how are those powers of, of, of nuclear radiation or fire or heat or any of that? Based on Superman. Yeah. And he's supposed to have Superman's DNA, right? Yeah. So these are all powers that Superman should have. Plus the power of the sun, I'm guessing. Uh... And it's established in this scene that if he's not in direct contact with sunlight, he just powers off. He's like a light switch. Yeah. It's just... Blue. Yeah. And, and this is like he took a step away from the sun. <laughs> into the... In, in- inside, the, inside the house. <laughs> and he's, he's out. And then him powering off is him just kneeling and covering himself with his cape. Yeah. And going black. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't know how that works. It's so weird. Mm-hmm. This is such a... And it happens twice because Lex Luthor reflects the sun off of his ring. Yeah. Onto the nuclear man. And he wakes up and he takes it off. He's like... Ooh. Power right. down. Because you got to really show the audience, hey, in case you're stupid enough not to know, he needs to be in complete darkness for him to stop working. Yeah. So whatever DNA coding he did also <laughs> was like mind control thing. Mm-hmm. This is the same bullshit that happened in the last episode with Bane. Uh-huh. Like, all right, we injected Bane, this super criminal, with this crazy venom, but now he's super subservient. <laughs> yes. Uh, all right. Mm-hmm. Now we have the signal, yeah. and he finds Lex Luthor at his lair, and he has a nuclear man waiting for him. And Lex Luthor is like, good luck. And nuclear man and him start fighting, and they start circling around the world to different destinations. Yeah. I guess nuclear man wants to play with his prey before he kills him. This, this is pretty much the beginning of the end of the movie. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> this, this is the final scene. and It's a really, really long scene. It's scary. just one long fight sequence. Yeah. And it's barely a fight sequence. And it's fucking god-awful. It's so bad. They go to China. First, they go to China, and the nuclear man blows up a section of the Great Wall of China, and he flies off. So Superman arrives, and he fixes the wall just with his eyes. Yeah, is that like brick vision or? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> That's a power he doesn't have, Adam. He doesn't. He I'm doesn't, trying to tell you this. Yeah, he doesn't fix yeah. it with his eyes. He creates it with his. Yeah, eyes. Yeah, he creates like new bricks by just looking 
very sternly at the wall, and it's like it is like. You see, I can understand that Christopher Reeves has a really good stern-looking face when he has like the high cheekbones and the piercing blue eyes. But I don't think he can do creation like that. I think that's a completely different ability. Oh, I forgot to mention, Christopher Reeves came up with the story for this movie. He didn't write the screenplay, but he came up with the story. I I remember seeing his name at the beginning. Mm I'm like, oh, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. I forgot about that. Damn it. So he builds Great Wall. He rebuilds the Great Wall of China just by looking at it. By the way, he, Nuclear Man is supposed to be fighting Superman. Yes. Instead, he's fighting everything else. And running away. Yeah. What kind of strategy is this? Mm-hmm. Nuclear Man uh, causes a volcano to erupt. This is so dumb. <laughs> Why don't you take over, Adam? Oh, my God. Are they in France, I think, or I, Italy? I think they're in Italy because there was, they look like Catholic priests okay. walking down the street. Yeah, so <laughs> he makes a volcano erupt, and Batman's solution is... It's, Superman. It's, 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 whatever. <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> Super, Superman, his solution is, is to like pretty much put a cork in the volcano. Mm-hmm. He goes to a nearby mountain with his vision, his laser vision, chops off the top of the mountain, <laughs> picks up the top of the mountain, drops it in the volcano. Like a cork. Like a cork, and... And then he blows on the lava to to freeze it out. Uh huh. And like, all right, see ya. Good luck yeah. handling your mountain issue. Yeah, <laughs> he just takes a off. And, he ta- and, he, and, he, and he's out of there. <laughs> it, but, uh, if a volcano was erupting, putting that on top of it would just launch that into the sky. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's not it's not a wine bottle. You can't just all right. We're done here. Uh huh. And and also this is this is a problem I've always had with Superman. It, that he has super strength. Mm-hmm. Granted, yes. But physics. Are still a real thing. Yes, he cannot pick up a mountain from the edge, the corner. Yes, and carry the entire mountain. And that's what he does with the Statue of Liberty yeah. in the next scene. And there was another movie where he he uh, there was like a, a giant fire somewhere, and he goes over to this lake and he blows. He makes a, a huge layer of ice on the top of the lake, mm-hmm. picks up the whole top layer of ice. That's part three. Is that's part three. Uh huh. And then he goes to put out the fire. Mm-hmm. Same thing. You, you, yeah, you pick it up, fine, but that's gonna break in your hands. Uh-huh. I, your strength does not apply to what you're holding. As soon as you touch the mountain, it doesn't make the whole mountain stable enough for you to carry the entire mountain yes. with, with your grip. Uh huh. That I've always hated that about Superman movies. You know what I've also hated about Superman in general? He can move as fast as the Flash, meaning at the speed of light. Whoa! But I'm whoa. but I'm fighting my opponent as f- slow as he is moving. Oh, true. That's always yes, yeah. true. This is true, but I hear the Flash is actually a little. Yeah, he is, that's why I said he can move almost as fast as the oh, Flash. So he can move fast enough to to go back in time. That was in part two, I think, okay. or one. No, that was part one. Okay. So in these movies, these Christopher Reeve movies, he has all these fucking powers. It just seems like the writer was just like, "Oh fuck, how do I do this? Oh, we'll just have him go back in time. Fuck it. All right. So why don't you do that with everything then?" <laughs> That's my, that's my, my argument is based on that super, the first Superman movie, uh-huh. going back in time to save Lois Lane. If yeah. you can do that, then anytime there's something bad, go back in time and solve it. Yeah. Why are you fighting? Go back to when he first, before, oh, Gene Hackman escaped? Let me go back to where he escaped and fucking put him back in jail. <laughs> yeah, that's true. We always complain about that in movies. Yes. Mm-hmm. And my, my complaint originated from this first Superman movie. Oh. See, once, once the back in time thing was possible, then there's no more movies to make. Because it's, it's, yeah. you can solve everything the exact same way. The green screen or blue screen or whatever color screen, screen that they're blue. using is fucking god awful. It can't be blue. His suit is blue. No, it was blue. How do you make his? I don't know. That's that's. They just said it was blue. Well, whatever the, the technology they're using, it looks god awful. It's real bad. As, as it, it almost looked like the Flintstones, where the background is constantly moving yeah. while they're standing still. 
That's what it looked like to be. Yes, yeah, like so you can tell which effects. frames are going to move. Uh-huh. Like in cartoons back in the day, you could tell which frames are are, are still and which ones are going to have action mm-hmm. just by looking at the scene. Like, oh, that one's more colorful. That one's less colorful. Mm-hmm. So that's a constant shot. This is a movable shot. Yes. He he goes to the Statue of Liberty for some reason. This uh, nuclear, nuclear man. man. And he, he he picks it up and he throws it into Metropolis. Right. And Superman goes and he stops it. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> he brings his nails out. Yeah. And scratches, nuclear man. Yeah. And scratches him in the back of the neck. He's like, ah. So what are, what are these nails made out of? <laughs> they, 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 they can draw blood from Superman. I thought that was impossible. Tinsel. Tinsel? <laughs> but, uh, my whole thing is... If he has powers from the sun, yeah, the nuclear man, and the, it's the sun that powers Superman, wouldn't somehow that not affect him because he's taking the power from the sun? Or do you, do you get what I'm trying to say? Yeah, I do. He was born out of the sun, so his powers are based on nuclear energy and the sun. Yeah. So shouldn't that not hurt Superman because that's what gives him his fuel? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Maybe it's like how your body can't handle certain types of milks. Like, for instance, <laughs> normal milk or the lactose milk or almond milk or uh-huh. soy milk. Maybe that's how it works. I don't know. You know what made me laugh? It was right before that where he's flying. Nuclear Man is flying right next to Superman. And he goes, ah, and his nails grow two inches. Yeah. I'm like, holy shit. This guy it's means Saber business. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, this guy means business right. now. That's his version of rolling up his sleeves. Yeah. <laughs> so he scratches them and he... And Superman just falls, but he luckily threw the Statue of Liberty and it landed back into its normal spot, right. exactly where it was meant to be. Right. And, and it, it, he threw it in the exact amount of strength it mm-hmm. needed to land without destroying the base. <laughs> and just, or the statue itself. Yeah. Yeah. And I think everything, fine. All right. Mm-hmm. So, so Superman's gone. He's dis- he's gone for like 24 hours and the new newspaper prints Superman dead yeah. question mark. Yeah, cuz Nuclear Man kicks him uh-huh. and he and he flies into space but his cape falls on top of the Statue of Liberty uh-huh. or somebody finds the cape and like, mm-hmm. "Oh, he's dead, right?" Yeah, let's print that story. Yeah. It's called symbolism. Yeah, cuz now we're we're uh, tabloid now. So mm-hmm. Superman's dead question mark. And then uh, Lois so, comes in and is like So oh, Nuclear Man, he should be like starting some shit, right? Yeah. Like he should just be blowing up the world. But no, he's just, I'm going to wait for Superman to come back, I yeah, guess. Yeah, well, maybe Gene Hackman commanded it and since he has That's to true. Boy, uh, obey. And now Gene Hackman's rich because now these arms dealers are selling nukes back to the country. So Within 24 hours. So you, <laughs> so you guys all agreed to disarm your shit, but the one second that the guy who sent all your shit in space is gone, once you've achieved the peace yeah, that yeah. you want and you see this guy take off, see, once Superman's gone out of the picture and your nukes are out of the picture... You're done. You don't need nukes no more. Right. But as soon as Superman's out of the picture, they're like, we need nukes. Call those three guys. We uh, need nukes. Well, so, where do they come from, by the way? All the, if, if all the nukes are gone. Exactly. Who's, they got enough nuke because within 24, 48 hours, yeah. Lex Luthor has a pile of cash. It's so, ridiculous. So that means they built a nuclear missile in the span of 24 hours? Yeah. Pretty sure it takes more than that. <laughs> Whatever. Such bullshit. <sighs> so now Clark Kent goes to the farm. And he gets to use his Dos Ek Machina green rod. Right. I got I got to get my powers back one last time. And he becomes Superman again. That's the second time this has yeah. happened in this franchise. Oh, b- before that happens, Lois goes to see Kent. Uh, uh, and they're like, he's, he's like, oh, he has the flu. Sick, whatever. He pretends that he has the flu. Yeah. And she, and she brings Superman's cape with, with her. Uh huh. Like, here, I want you to have this just in case. In case you see Superman. What? What? Are the, why? Why? Why would Kent see Superman? From his 
flu-ridden state at the house. Mm-hmm. All right, here, just to give you some, uh, I really hope he comes back because, uh, you know, I love him and we all love him. And <laughs> Superman would, I mean, I just would, what I would say Superman if he was right here, if mm-hmm. he was right here. Uh, but he's not, but I'm gonna say it anyway. Yeah. Uh, the whole speech, Superman's like, fine, I guess I'll go use my Kryptonian crystal, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he's Superman again. Did he become super old or something? Yeah, he was like, de- he was aging really fast. Okay. But this happened in Superman 2. He, he did, he went into the Fortress of Solitude and he did something where he lost all his powers because yeah. he wanted to be human. Yeah, I remember he got in a bar fight and he was all excited about bleeding. Yeah. Yeah. But then he got his powers back. So this guy's constantly losing powers and gaining them again. Which I don't know how that works because you're constantly under the yellow sun, yeah. which gives you your power. It doesn't I matter. It doesn't matter. It's, so, I think it uh, has to do with his melanin in his skin or his oh. keratinocytes that's supposed to um, uh, lock out the UV rays. All right. Yep. The nuclear man is fucking wrecking Metropolis. with Again, he has teleconnect powers. He's lifting up a SWAT van just by holding his hand up. Yeah. I don't know how he has these powers. Uh, it should just be his power should be fire, yeah. heat, radiation, not telekinesis, not moving shit with your mind. But that's what he's doing. And then he l- takes a look at a newspaper or something and sees the girl, uh-huh. and I guess falls in love yeah. with her. He's it's, like, I must get her. Yeah. He's yeah. genetically coded to like Lois Lane. No, it's not no. Lois Lane. This the is other the girl. The other girl. It's yeah. Meryl Hemingway. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Hemingway. So, so Superman flies down and he's like, "No, stop!" So <laughs> the nuclear man has. Using his telekinesis, he has a, like five guys hanging in the air, and yeah. then Superman uses his head and brings them down. What fucking power is that? Superman know. doesn't have that power. It's a new power. By the way, also they're fighting at street level, surrounded by buildings. Uh huh. Unless this is high noon, the sun's not getting to it. This guy. Yeah. He, the, the, the buildings must be blocking the sun, but he's he's totally fine about it. Unless, yeah. of course, it's reflected off the windows. That's true. Ah, oh, damn it. Ah, mm-hmm. oh, damn it. Mm-hmm. So Superman kind of baits <laughs> the nuclear man into the Daily Planet. Damn you, Maestro. Because he's leading him through doors, and then it's the doors of the elevator, and, and Clark Kent's pretty much like, whatever you do, don't go through there. And he yeah. opens the doors of the elevator, and he seals it, and because there's no light in there. But but he's also indoors at this point still. So he should be turned Dude, off. There's no sun in the, in the building already. <laughs> he should be turned off the second he walks in the building. Yeah, well, he does this thing where he's like at the first level, and he starts like going up through every level. Uh-huh. So... Somewhere between those levels, there's no sun. Yes. So he should, like, maybe as soon as he gets to the first level, ah, start losing his power, fall down, regain it, try to go back up again, ah, fall back down. Mm -hmm. It's just like a ping pong thing in the first level. But no. No. He goes in the elevator. Because there's no sunlight in there, he turns off. Yeah. Superman flies the elevator out of the building, and he he leaves him on the moon. Yeah. I feel like uh, you should use your super strength and send him to another galaxy. Or at least bury it. Yeah, bury it somewhere where the moon or mm-hmm. the where the sun doesn't hit. Yeah, uh, the, the the sun hits the moon. This is why we can see the moon at night. Or why don't you fly him to like Pluto, which is the planet furthest from the sun, okay. and keep him there? Right, or the bottom of the ocean. Go where where, where uh, uh, Cameron's always diving around trying to find the Titanic. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, great. Mm-hmm. No, on the moon. Ooh, we could Pacific Rim this thing. Go to a different like dimension. There you go. Mm-hmm. No, no. So I'll put him on the moon. And then I'm going to hang out at the moon in case he comes back to life, which he does, because the, the sun comes through the cracks, and he wakes up, Superman's waiting for him, like, all right, because I guess he knew he was going to come back to life, mm-hmm. so he already knew he had a bad plan at the beginning. What I don't get is, how did he know that that was his weakness? Lex Luthor is the only one who knows that if he's not in sunlight, he powers down. Oh, yeah. It's like Superman knew, hey, get in this elevator. Whatever you do, don't go in the elevator. 
Oh, he's yeah. deactivated. I'm gonna fly him out. Do you, do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Lex Luthor's the only out? one who knows about this. There wasn't. There wasn't. And a Ducky. Mo- was there a moment that he? Nope. Oh my god. Oh, this is probably one of the scenes that got cut out. Then maybe, or oh. maybe it's just lazy screenwriting. Yeah. Let's go with that. So they're fighting on the moon, and this fucking fight is ridiculous, dude. Like, it's it, it, why is it shot in slow motion? Why are they punching each other so slow? Because there's no gravity. Blah blah blah. Probably. But his cape is flapping in the wind. And the flag is also flapping. <laughs> yes. You see the pole coming out of the top of the flag. It's supposed to be trying to keep it still, but it's still moving around. Yes. This is this is really bad. And and they're kicking up dust from the moon. Mm-hmm. Dust is, is flopping up around. Like that, that wouldn't happen also. Well, it would happen, but it, and not as fast as it is. That's true. All right. <laughs> the nuclear man punches uh, Superman, <laughs> and he, he keeps kicking him until he's buried in, in underground in the moon. Yeah. And nuclear man flies back to Earth. He finds Mario Hemingway. He's like, hey, I got you. And he then flies her into outer space. Yep. Which, as you recall from the beginning of this episode, I said, keep that in mind that the Russians were yeah. wearing spacesuits. They needed spacesuits because it is outer space. But the nuclear man brings Mario Hemingway into outer space, and she's fucking perfectly fine. She's breathing fine. Totally fine. And it's, it's not like this is outer atmosphere. She's deep into this, this space. Is, this yeah, is like deep black space. space. This yeah. is like, oh shit, you're going to die face. Right. Her head doesn't explode. Nothing. She's breathing fine. She should be burning through the Earth's atmosphere the second she's going up there. Right. Nope. All the blood getting sucked out through your eyeballs like Event Horizon did and all this, all this stuff. What I want to know is how, how is there not one writer or producer or someone who was just like, this doesn't make sense. I, th- I think at this point they're like, Superman's going to make us money. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> they have they have to be so if you can survive in space without a suit why are the russians wearing suits i don't know this is drunk can anyone know. explain this to me <laughs> how is she, how how is she surviving in space she, she's she shouldn't be maybe nuclear man's giving her some sort of power residual but then once she lets go then it should be nah so dumb because mm-hmm. what superman does next is he gets himself out of that crater and he moves the moon yep which to block the sun out. Yeah. So there should be millions of people dying. And, yes. Tsunamis. Tides should be yes. forming. <laughs> All this crazy shit should be happening. And the moon just stays there blocking the sun over the nuclear man. Right. And then he takes Meryl Hemingway. In real life, when there's an eclipse, it lasts for all of a minute. Yes. And then you get sun again. Because he made an eclipse. Right. By covering the sun. Yes. So he takes <laughs> he takes Meryl Hemingway, puts her yeah. on Earth. So not only did he move the moon. He, he didn't just- move it back. He stopped it from orbiting. He <laughs> just yes. like left it there. Yeah. And he didn't take it. He didn't move the moon back. All right. So like California. We're all dead. Yeah. We're dead. Everybody's dead. And Metropolis should be dead too because they're a coastal city. Yeah. He grabs them and he puts them in a nuclear power plant. Right. In a, I guess in the reactor. Yeah. He drops Which them. should give him power, I'm guessing. Um, because now all this nuclear energy is feeding yeah. him. But instead, it turns on all the lights in the city. Uh-huh. Which, unless they were on in the first place, should not just automatically switch on. No, I think it gave up too much power. I think by the nuclear man going into the reactor yeah. of the plant. It was a power boost for the entire city. It was city. a super power boost. Yeah, but lights that were off turned on. The, they turned on brighter. Oh, is that it? It was, was like... Okay. I, thought, I thought there was like a building, like half the lights were off. Now they're all on. No, like I, think it, I think it was... It, I think the lights were just... Went, so it was dumb. just so intense. But if he's the nuclear man and you throw him in a nuclear reactor, shouldn't that repower him? Yeah. He should explode. At the very least, he should explode and kill everybody on the planet. <sighs> so did he evaporate? Did he become dust? 
What happened to him? I don't know. I don't know. He I turned, think the, turned back into that glove. I think the writer was just like, and then he fucking falls in yeah, here. We got to wrap this the up, movie's guys. Over. <laughs> Come on, let's. Uh, how do we wrap this up? I just drop him in a nuke. And eh. Superman gives like a speech. I hey, I fucked up. Yeah. I shouldn't be getting involved in your affairs. Sorry, guys. My Sorry bad. about that. <laughs> uh, if you're gonna blow yourself up, have fun with that. Right. I'm gonna be over here with Lois. Ducky and Lex Luthor are driving away. Superman picks up their car and he puts Ducky in a boys' home, like a like yeah, a, like a Catholic school. And and for the priest, boys. I guess, was expecting him because he like you met him outside of the front gate. Uh-huh. Like, hey, Superman, what's up? Mm-hmm. Hey, can you fix this guy? We can fix all guys. Mm-hmm. All huh? right. Yeah. And then he puts Lex Luthor in prison at the Boneyard. Yeah. And he goes, how'd you figure that out? Doesn't take a genius, Lex. I only figured that. The, and he explains how he knew to to put him in the elevator. Okay. He figured that because he's powered by this, no sunlight would do this. Fantastic. If X happened, then Y should happen. It's pretty much what he said. All right. That's pretty much the movie. Very good. The, the movie ends. Thank God. <laughs> so what were your closing thoughts on Superman 4? This, this is this is really bad. Mm-hmm. This, this is casting a, a bad light on everything I think about Superman. Okay. It's like this, this, this goes back and is affecting my memories as a kid now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like this is not, he's not as cool. Is this the worst movie we've done so far in your eyes, Adam? Ooh. To me, this is now. It, it was Highlander. Yeah. This is now the worst movie we've done in eighty-eight Wait, episodes. Oh. Even Batman and Forever. No, we did Batman, Batman and Robin, Robin. Even Batman and Robin. Oh yeah, this is way worse than Batman and Robin. Oh for sure. That's a really? good se- for sure. That's a good segue. Yeah. Thank you, Maestro. So. We're doing, last week we did Batman and Robin. Today we did Superman 4 in honor of the Batman V, I'm not saying versus, Batman V Superman yeah. movie that came out. Is it Dawn of Justice? What yes, it? Dawn of Justice. Right. So, in this epic heavyweight battle between Batman and Robin and Superman 4, Quest, of, Quest for Peace, which is the worst movie? Who, quote unquote, wins? It's got to be this one, right? This has to be the worst one. Well, of, this is the worst, yeah. George, the George Clooney beats Christopher Reeves. <laughs> Are you sure? I am positive. Because I feel that there are more redeeming qualities in this movie than there are for the Batman and Robin movie. No. No. I mean, all you watched in the Batman movie was a giant pun. Right. With color. Right. Colorful puns. Fine. That's all you got. Good. But based on, based on the way that I judge movies, Batman set out to do something and nailed it, which was be stupid and crazy and punny. <laughs> Superman set out to make a Superman movie. And just really didn't deliver anything. Well, for me, it's a little different because in the in the Christopher Reeves of Super, Supermans, he still, even though the movie, the storyline, or anything wasn't as like solid as you say, he still acted the part as Superman. George Clooney, I would never believe is Batman ever. Okay, I I, I I agree with that. He's he's one of the worst. Uh, let's see. <laughs> There's quite a few. I think Val Kilmer might be worse. Tell me, Doctor. Worse Do you Batman. Like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is he? He was all right. As, as far as portraying the role, Superman, Christopher Reeves is a better Superman than George Clooney is as a Batman. As a movie, Batman is better than Superman Four. Why is that? It's just because Superman Four con- is just, continuity. It's it's because Batman was was not trying to be an actual movie. Well, Superman was not tongue in cheek at all. Batman, Robin. As good or bad, it knew it was very tongue in cheek. It knew the. It knew it was campy. Yes, it knew it was. It knew it was making these stupid puns, all these a lot of really bad jokes. But it, it was it was going for that at least. In Superman, there, there was nothing like saying like, "Hey, we're having fun with this guys." It, 
it's it just felt like everyone was like, fuck it, we're making a Superman movie, we're cashing out. And it's four, right? These are both fours? Yeah. All right. They're both part fours. Uh, both they sold really out bad. in two separate, totally different ways. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and Batman sold out in a much funner way. I just think this is more boring than at least Batman and Robin is is fun. Yeah, it's funner and more entertaining. Yeah, this was than yes. this. This is just this was just boring for a, a movie that's only ninety minutes long. It was really slow. Yeah, really slow. But I was glad it was only ninety. Yes, me too. It was two. If it was the original two and a half hours that totally. they wanted, I don't know if I would have been able to hang, dude. Unless, of course, it was actually where all the plot holes fixed itself. <laughs> no, there'd be no, no plot holes. No, I'm just. I'm they just wouldn't explain to... how this chick survived in space. Without a suit, no, they wouldn't. Well, they're creating, they're creating like special powers for Superman that I've never heard of, and er, mm-hmm. at every new movie, that's in an effort to make up for the lack of writing in every other part of the movie. Uh-huh. <laughs> Sorry about all the other shit, but hey, he can move things with his mind, guys. Mm-hmm. Really? Ooh, all right. Not only that, he can create bricks with his mind too, and create force fields around Ooh. people so they can breathe into space. He's original Minecraft. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> Well, that was our opinion of the movie. But like I said, at the top of the show, we have lots of them. But we have zero credentials. Now we're going to hear from people who actually have credentials, the critics. Do you want to hear good reviews or bad reviews? I think they're going to be the same. <laughs> Start with the bad. Okay. Jay Boyar of the Orlando Sentinel said, The overall effect is of a story atomized and dying before our eyes, collapsing into smashed pulp, ground down into big-budget kryptonite ash. <laughs> was that a good one? That was bad. Oh, that was okay. bad. Michael Wilmington, the LA Times, said Superman 4 is cinematic kryptonite. Not only could it kill the Superman series, it might also leave filmgoers feeling weak. Oh, boy. Pat Graham of the Chicago Reader said, By ordinary movie standards, it's awful, but fans of cinematic dementia should have fun for about half an hour. (laughs) Finally, Bill Cosford of the Miami Herald said, Superman 4 works rather well as a children's movie. It even has a line or two for adults. Though not one hastens, hastens to qualify enough to actually warrant adult attendance. Jesus Christ. Even the reviews for Batman were better than these reviews. Mm-hmm. Are you sure? Because yes. it sounds relatively similar. No, the bad reviews for Batman were written very well. <laughs> they like, were clever. Yes. Like, yeah. It was like, it was like the movie was being heckled. Yes, exactly. Yes. It wasn't like, hey, this sucked. It was like, this is how many degrees that it sucked. Uh-huh. <laughs> Well, here are the good reviews for Superman 4. Janet Maslin of the New York Times says, The Superman series gets more and more whimsically outrageous as it goes along. That doesn't sound like a good review. That doesn't sound good. Desmond Ryan of the Philadelphia Inquirer said, Of course, Superman saves the world, but the real news is that there's still some life left in this series. No! (laughs) Did they make another one? This is the end of it, right? This was the end of the original four. Okay. And then they made the Superman Returns. Okay. So both both fours killed the franchises. Yes. (laughs) Uh, finally, Thomas B. Harrison of the Tampa Bay Times said, Superman for the quest for peace doesn't attempt to disguise its sentiments, no more so than Greenpeace, but neither does it lose the campy spirit of the 1978 original. Although never as stylish as the first movie, it shows verve and a modest wit. Superman four is not as funny as the first sequel, but it's as, but it isn't as violent either. So it's just toned down for the sake of toning down. Now it's time for the game everyone loves to play, the Rotten Tomatoes game. This is part of the show where I make the guys guess the score of the movie based on its Rotten Tomatoes score. For those of you unfamiliar with the scoring system, it's an average score from 0 to 100 amongst critics and the audience. 0 to 59% is rotten, 60% to 84% is fresh, and 85% and up is certified fresh. What do you want to guess first, the critics or the audience score? Uh, let's do the audience. Okay. Yeah. Uh, hmm. 
Don't forget, this is a really old movie. It, it is. It is an old movie, but and it's pre ninety for you, Adam. Yeah, but it also be, because Batman, I think, was trying to be something else. Oh, that's gonna affect the score differently. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say the people gave it a twenty three. Okay, twenty three, huh? Uh, I'm gonna go for forty. Sixteen percent is the exact same score for the audience as Batman and Robin. Oh wow! All right. Now the tomato meter. Okay. So that means if that's the possibility, then maybe the other one is also. Okay. So you think you're going to go for 12? Do you remember what Batman and Robin it was? was? 11. 11? Uh, yeah. Because you guessed 9, I guess 13. We were right, right in the middle of yeah. us. Uh, I'm going to... Because it was trying to be more serious, maybe there were some cinematic things. I don't know. Uh, I, I'll, I'll go 19. I think that's what I guessed with the last time. I'm going to go 12. It's 12%. Oh! oh, oh. Well done, Mushroom. So it's the same score, just off by one. Wow. Interesting. Would Paul Giamatti have been in this? We've yes. noticed that Paul Giamatti has slowly been in a lot of the movies we were doing, and since both me and Adam equally love him, we decided to ask, what role would Paul Giamatti have had in this movie? Any would he, part. Would he be Perry White? <laughs> no, he should have been Lenny, uh, Ducky's character. <laughs> well, considering the, the when the movie was made, it's a good possibility. Yeah. But I'm talking about like Giamatti now as we know him. Oh. oh. No, then he would have been, he would have been Lux Luther. You think so? Yeah, because yeah. he he wasn't he wasn't being his best Gene Hackman, oh, so true. I could take him out. Well, I could see him as Perry White, the editor in chief. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh. oh, we forgot to mention Perry White gets a uh, uh, bankers to back him to rebuy. Oh yeah, the Daily Planet. That was weird. And yeah, whatever. He had to give some stupid ass speech. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I could see him as that. Finally. Not finally. There's still two more segments. Oh. Now it's time for trivia. This is part of the show where I give out little bits of facts or info you may, may not know about the movie. According to Margot Kidder, she and Christopher Reeve did not get along during filming. Kidder states that Reeve's ego was inflated because he co-wrote the story. Wow. The movie's original budget was $36 million. Just before fil- filming was to begin, Canon Pictures, which was experiencing financial problems, slashed the budget to $17 million. As a result, the filmmakers cut corners by doing things like reusing special effects, which is why it's the same shot with a different that green screen. Oh. In the original script, Superman was supposed to rebuild the Great Wall of China at super speed. But when money problems emerged, they, <laughs> they, they had Superman use his Great Wall of China vision power. It required only that the director run the camera in reverse rather than a complicated super speed sequence. Wow. Wow. The Canon group thinking they had the potential blockbuster on their hands, cut the two-hour-plus film down to a lean 90 minutes so theater owners could have more screenings per day and potentially make more money that would eventually filter back to the studio. That's nuts. So they, they thought, we got a great product here. Yeah, but they thought by cutting it down, it you can yeah. play it more times. Finally, this movie was nominated for two Golden Razzie Awards. It didn't win. It was nominated for Worst Supporting Actress for Mariel Hemingway mm. and Worst Visual Effects. Oh, for sure. Jaws 4 won the Figures. Worst Visual Effects that oh, year. Oh, okay. Jaws 4, The Revenge. All these fours. Yeah. Batman and Robin, Jaws 4, Superman 4. All right. Finally, Money Makes the World Go Round. We want to put this film into perspective with other films that were released this year so we can get a feel financially how well this film held up to its periods. Like I already said, the budget for this was $17 million, but it was originally $36 million. So give me its worldwide gross. I are, couldn't find a foreign gross, so you're going to have to do this based only on its U.S. gross. Okay. So are we basing it upon the fact that they started off at 38? Or? No. Okay. The budget was cut in half to 30, 17. Okay. But tell me how much money you think this movie made. 24. Okay. 
Oh, no. I was going to say 50, but that seems way high now. Uh, ah, fuck it. I'll stay with 50. Uh, this grossed $15.6 oh, million. Wow. Dollars. wow. It made less money. Mm-hmm. This film debuted in fourth place on oh. the weekend of July 24th, 1987 with $5.6 million. Number one that week, RoboCop. Nice. Number two was the re- reissue of Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Nice. <laughs> and number five was La Bamba. Oh, right, that's a good right. song. I like that Richie song. Richie Valens, man. Yeah, man. According to Box Office Mojo, this is the 88th highest grossing film in the category superhero films. Number one is The Avengers. Okay. Finally, Superman 4 was the 69th highest grossing film of 1987. Your top five that year was Three Men and a Baby. Oh, wow. Fatal Attraction. Beverly Hills Cop 2. Good Morning Vietnam. And Moonstruck. Good. With a very young Nick Cage. Nick Cage and Cher. Okay. All right. If you have to watch this movie, you can watch it on Amazon. <laughs> if you have, if yeah. you have to. <laughs> yeah, go to our website first, click on the banner, and go to Amazon, do your shopping as normal, uh, watch other movies. Uh, uh, watch Batman Robin before this, for Christ's sake. <laughs> yeah, it, it helps support the show without spending anything extra. Yeah. Well, that's 1987 Superman 4, The Quest for Peace, directed by Sidney J. Fury. Check out our website, ratpackpodcast.com slash spoilers. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Spoilers Show. Check out and subscribe to the YouTube channel, Rat Pack Productions. Write to us via email at spoilers at ratpackpodcast.com for any questions, opinions, and movie requests. Please rate and review the show on iTunes so it can help us in the rankings. If you leave us a review on iTunes and leave us a recommendation for a movie you want us to watch, that movie will go to the top of our list and we will watch it before any other requests. Write to us. Uh, are there any good part fours of a series? Ooh. I can't think of any. Because so far, we've done two part fours and they were terrible. And then Jaws, I mentioned Jaws 4, yeah. which is awful. Ooh, there, well, there's a good, here's a good thing. Um, most movies that do trilogies usually do relatively well. But there's one that we have not done. Pirates of the Caribbean, part four. That That's one's possible. bad. Yeah, that was bad. It made a lot of money, but it was bad. Okay. Alien Resurrection was awful. I was thinking Alien is the only one that came to mind that might be... Resurrection? Is the fourth one with, with uh, Winona Ryder. Oh, no. What I about, like that one. What about I, what about with Hellboy also? Yeah. Yes. No. What about Predator? Mm, that's, there's, there's no four. Yeah, there is. No, they, well, there's Predator 1 and 2, and then it goes into... The AVP. Yeah, Alien Resurrection Predator. And Predators. Okay, but the, no, it's not four. I don't know if you'd count a Predator franchise, but I think Ooh. this should be something for the audience. Lethal Weapon 4. To write to us. Oh. Maybe. Ah, uh, I can't use that hard. Actually, <laughs> actually, one of my favorite Friday the 13th is the fourth one. Okay. Oh, oh. But I don't think you'd... Oh. No? Jurassic but, Park. Oh, I thought you were going to say with a vengeance, because that's three. Yeah, that's three. No, so I, can't, I can't say that hard. <laughs> but Jurassic World. Would that oh, be- yeah. That's true. Yeah, man. Nailed it. Well, great. You, nobody has to write us anymore. <laughs> Damn it! Because you guys just answered all, all the questions. Uh, can you beat that? Yeah, beat those yeah. answers. Shit. Next week, we just want to turn our brains off and watch a good old-fashioned action movie with lots of violence. We're going to be watching 2007's Shoot 'Em Up, a movie I've never seen oh, that yes. I've been wanting to see for the longest time. And it's going to star Spoilers Hall of Famer Paul Giamatti. So, I'm so jealous of you. Be able oh, to watch it for the first time. Because I'm watching it for the yes. first time? <laughs> That's how I feel on like some movies where, where I show people like you've never seen the blah blah blah. All right, and then I love watching their reaction. Like, huh, huh? Was that how you felt when you wanted to do it? Uh, wanted us to do Pitch Perfect? 
Well, the thing with Pitch Perfect was <laughs> I had a feeling you guys would hate it. Okay. I had no idea you guys would love it <laughs> at the end. That's what I couldn't believe. All right. But uh, yeah, whenever I, uh, I when I first saw Pitch Perfect, it was before everyone was really into it. Okay. So I was showing that to everybody. All right. I was showing like my cousins, like, hey, have you seen this movie Pitch Perfect? Check it out. But yeah, I like that feeling. All right. Very good. So we're going to be watching Shoot 'em Up with Shoot Paul Giamatti, up. Clive Owen. Yes. And you said, Adam, this is where exposition is delivered through action. So good. Yes. It's, it's, it's delicious is what it is. You said they'll just be shooting at each other. And it's like, what do you mean you didn't steal the diamonds? And right, then it's exactly. gunshots back. I told you back when I served in the Vietnam War. You know, bah, bah, bah. Exactly. As they're shooting at each other, they're talking to each other to explain those kinds of things. Oh, that should be fun. Oh, oh, that's fun. Okay. I... <laughs> So check that out. That'll be our film for next week. Shoot 'em up. And until next time, this is Hollywood. I'm Astro. I'm Adam. Adam.